everyone. Welcome to Gabin with Greg. This is Gregory Campbell, also known as the original Greg Boy. I hope that you are having yourselves a good day. And most importantly, I hope that you are staying safe during this ongoing pandemic. It is really important that you look out for your health as well as your safety. I haven't done an episode in a while, and it's mostly due to my college classes, which I am doing really well in, as well as just some other personal things I've had to get sorted out on the side. You also notice that the quality of this recording is a lot better, and that is because I just recently purchased a blue snowball microphone. It's really good, it's a lot cheaper than most microphones, and I find the quality to be quite worth it. I highly recommend that if you are interested in getting a microphone, I think the Blue Snowball is a really good microphone to start off on. For today, we're going to be covering the next part of our Masks A New Generation series, which is going to be character creation. For those who don't know, this is an ongoing series where I cover Masks A New Generation, which is a tabletop game where you play as a young teenage superhero. The first two parts of this series covered the introduction as well as some of the basic general rules for any Masks game. If you haven't looked at them, I think that it would be best for you to look at those first two episodes first and then coming back to this one. As a bit of a side note, I will ask that you guys please support the creator of Masks A New Generation, which is Magpie Games. By no means should this podcast series be treated as a substitute for buying the books. While I will provide insight and rules, the book has a lot more information and I won't be able to cover every single thing that's provided in the book. However, I will include my own personal experiences, so this will be very informational nonetheless. But if you really want to dive more into the game, buying the books will be your best bet. And I'll provide links in the description below with where you can purchase the books. Normally, I would include some form of advertisement, but for the sake of this podcast episode, there will be no monetization at all or any sponsorship. And the reason why is because I want to talk to everyone that resides in America about the upcoming election. If you don't live in America or if you're not allowed to vote, then this doesn't pertain to you. But if you have the ability to vote, you have a responsibility to vote for this upcoming election and let your voice be heard. I promise you that your voice really does matter, and it is really important that you take the time out of your day to vote, whether it be going to the polls directly or filing for a mail-in ballot. You should vote if you have the ability to do so. The registration date for voting closes on the 5th of October. So there's not much, not many days left, but it doesn't take that long to register. So make sure you register as soon as you can. And and early voting will begin depending on wherever you may be residing. I'll put links in the description below with where you can register 
course, there might be different websites that you can use for registration, especially if it's more specific to certain states. I know at least for where my where I live in, I have not only just the national websites, but I also have state specific websites. So I highly recommend you navigate through and find the appropriate website for you, but I'll include a general website with where you can sort it out based off of whatever your state may be. And with no further delay, we will begin with character creation. For this part of the series, I'm going to make this a little bit more interactive or as interactive as I can. I'm assuming at this point everyone has become familiar with Masks of New Generation as well as some of the general basic rules. So we're going to get into character creation. Before we even get into creating, it's important to understand how the playbook sheets are formatted. And I'm going to walk it through it with you. There should be a link with where you can download some of the playbooks from the core uh, from the core book only the playbooks from the core book are free all the other ones you're going to have to purchase by buying the supplemental books which are pretty cheap depending on where you buy it and how you buy it magpie games is a good place where you can go because that is the official web page for the creator you can also use DriveThruRPG, that's also a really good website. The first sheet covers general information about whatever playbook you are going to choose, and the second page will usually include gameplay features such as moves specific to that playbook, as well as any other extra features. In the case of the Beacon, one of the big features of this playbook is Drives. The important thing to note when picking a playbook is that playbooks in a way kind of dictate what kind of hero your character is. Going through each playbook, you're going to see a small text box directly above the title. And that text box gives good insight as to how that playbook will be played. For example, Looking at the beacon text box, it reads as follows. You don't have to do this. You could probably have a safe, decent, simple life. It'd be nice, but come on. Superpowers? Aliens? Wizards? Time travel? You're out of your depth. But who cares? This is awesome. Everybody should try it. Just reading from this alone, you can tell that the idea with the beacon is that they are definitely in over their head. They're not going to have crazy powers like Superman or Spider-Man. They might have some abilities going for them, but they're definitely not going to be the most powerful of characters. So with that in mind, it's important that you consider how you want your hero to be a hero. Furthermore, Playbooks don't always necessarily directly dictate the power level. 
sometimes that can be down to the GMs or and or the player. Another example is a delinquent where it doesn't necessarily give the direct power level of this playbook although they do have some description for that which I'll cover in a bit but the delinquent playbook revolves around the idea that your character is a little bit mischievous while they are a hero they do some things that can be a little illegal in summary the description is really important to read through I highly recommend that you read through all those descriptions for all the playbooks within the core book and also keep in mind that there are always going to be different playbooks that cover different specific elements that might not be available for these core playbooks. And also keep in mind that there can be a lot of different homebrew just like any other tabletop game. So if there's a different kind of hero that you're looking for that you may not find in any of the core or supplemental books, then you might have to search elsewhere. Going down the list of items and things that you can see through each page, the first thing you're going to see is the moment of truth. This is something that I haven't explained just yet, but the best way for me to explain this is that it is a big win button for your character. When you activate this, you get to take control of the narrative and anything that you want to do pretty much is going to happen. The only requirement is that you have to follow what is asked and what is said within the moment of truth description. Each character's moment of truth is different but the idea is still the same where you take control of the narrative. Next, you're going to see team moves. Team moves are specific things that your character or the player can trigger through certain specific actions, whether if it be your character is celebrating a victory from battle or some heroic feat, or if the character is sharing a weakness or a vulnerability with someone, then those moves would trigger. And again, those are very unique to specific playbooks. As I mentioned before in other previous parts, you have a potential track, which in a way acts as a, a way for your character to advance and get stronger by unlocking new features. You're given a total of five boxes and you mark it whenever you mark potential or as stated otherwise. Once when you reach five, you get to clear it out and select a new track within your advancements. And speaking of advancements, that's actually the next thing that shows. Every playbook will have a different style of advancement track, but they're all the same. Once when you fill out all five potential, you get to clear out that track and select an advancement. The one thing to keep in mind though, is that there is a line separating two halves of the advancement list. You're only able to select from the first half until you choose five advances from the top list. After that point, you'll be able to take the more cooler advancements such as being able to take an adult move or change your playbook. You also see look 
and the only thing to keep in mind for this is that you get to customize your character in any way you see fit and this also goes hand in hand with the abilities while there are different suggestions and lists of things to choose from you're able to customize your hero in any way that you want the only thing i will say on a side note with abilities is that you do have to follow the description that they put for your character for example with the beacon it says specifically that your superpowers are minor or not noticeable this unfortunately means you can't have something like laser vision or lightning control because that is very noticeable to have an ability like that they do have a list of options that you can choose from but you are, are of course more than welcome to switch it out for anything that you like with GM approval of course. Moving on to the second page you're going to see labels, conditions, backstory, when our team first came together, relationships, influence, as well as playbook moves. In this case it's going to say beacon moves for the beacon playbook. You may also see specific mechanical features for said playbook in the case of beacon you're going to get drives with the labels section it has all five labels that i mentioned in previous parts danger freak savior superior and mundane you already see that all the labels have already been assigned a number you do get to add one extra stat boost to whatever label you like but all those labels will stay that way, at least for now. You also see a box that has conditions on there. And as you check each condition box, you're given a penalty to roles pertaining to specific moves. Luckily for you, each condition will have a small little text box next to it telling you what that condition will affect for basic moves. I've briefly mentioned some of the basic moves, but I will go more in depth into it in a later part. The backstory section includes questions about your character. Treat it as something to help build a good backstory or a good basis for your character. When you get to these next three parts, when our team first came together, relationships, and influence, it's best to go through these parts once when everyone else has their characters developed. In these parts, you're going to be covering how your team first came together, with each playbook having a specific question. You also get to form relationships, which doesn't produce anything mechanically but is mostly there for role-playing purposes. However, influence is a big mechanical part of the story. Every playbook has a set amount of influence that they can give out to other players. So it's important that you sort out the relationships and develop your character first before handing out influence. I highly recommend that you do influence last. 
The last scene to cover is the playbook specific moves and the playbook features. Every playbook will tell you how many moves you're allowed to select from the list. In some cases, you might be only allowed to take one. In other cases, you might be allowed to take multiple. Do not fret though. Most playbooks will give you the opportunity to select more moves from that playbook. Or, if you find a move from another playbook that interests you, there are advancements that give you the ability to select moves from other playbooks. You'll also see a features section for your playbook. In the case of the beacon, you'll see drives. However, there are cases where a playbook might not necessarily come with those features. For example, the delinquent does not come with any extra features like the beacon. Now that we covered all parts of the playbook, let's move on to character creation. There is no set way to go about it, though I would recommend that you look within yourself and figure out what you would be interested in playing. While of course there are definitely playbooks that are going to be easy to learn and use first, such as the Transformed versus some more intricate playbooks like the Brain or the Doomed, there are all made to have different stories and it comes down to what kind of story that you want to have. One thing to keep in mind is that with some of the advancements you are given the ability to change playbooks. So if there was a different story that you wanted to tell after a certain point, you have the opportunity to go back and select a second playbook. Now, of course, if you are playing a campaign, you can create multiple characters and have many stories. However, if you're playing a one shot, you might be limited to only two or you might only be limited to one playbook, depending on the situation. Some other general tips I recommend is try to create a character that has some form of story going for them. I found many cases in which players have created a character that didn't necessarily have any direction going for them. Of course, GMs will be able to help you out and give your character some direction, but it's important to have an idea or intention for your character. Maybe you want your character to go down through some kind of redemption arc. Maybe your character might not necessarily be the best hero and then is learning to be one. Or maybe the character is a good hero, but is learning more about becoming empathetic. Whatever story you want to tell, it's important that you visualize it first. The last thing that we'll do for today, we'll do a character build together. So what I'd like for you guys to do, go onto the Magpie website or check the description below. I'm not really too sure if I can make this happen, but if I have, then there'll be a link to where you can pull up the Masks A New Generation playbook sheet. We're gonna go and create a character based off of the Beacon playbook. And I'm gonna give you all the general steps and things that I like to do. Right, so we have the Beacon playbook open. And now we gotta start thinking about concepts. What do we want for a character? 
Right now, the idea that pops into my head, Green Arrow. I love Archer heroes, really cool. So I want to create a character with Archer abilities. The ability to be an incredible and amazing Archer. So definitely I want to have Bow and Trick Arrows as one of my abilities. Now, in terms of the other abilities, I don't really see any of the other ones I like from the list, so maybe you might want something different. So I'll say that another ability that my character is really skilled at, he is a precognizant person. He can see into the future. Not incredibly well into the future. I, I get a bit of a That's a Raven kind of vibe. So he's really good with shooting arrows with his bow. And he can see into the future in certain aspects. Not very well and he can't get full control of it but just a little something there to give him a little bit of an edge in combat in terms of the other parts here there's nothing really that's needed to be selected for the first page aside from the hero name as well as the real name of the individual and their look for the hero name I'll call him hotshot I think that's a really cool name in terms of the real name, we'll call him John Doe because I can't think of a creative name. <laughs> uh, in terms of the look, I think something similar to that picture is pretty good. But of course, you're always more than welcome to use your own picture if you find something very interesting online. In this case, I might find something very cool through Pinterest. And for now, I might pick uh, the smiling face or um, with the uh, probably black skin and um, definitely make them a man because I am a man uh, and maybe something like comfortable clothing and a iconic costume I think that's really cool moving on to the backstory you have all those questions right there one key thing that I will say is that you don't have to necessarily answer those questions. Of course, the GM might ask you to answer those questions, but you don't need to answer the questions to have a good character. Furthermore, you could have your own different backstory going. In this case, I'm going to answer these questions. So, how did Hotshot gain his skills? I think he probably gained the skills through a lot of training. He probably has a trainer, someone that helped him with the art of archery. In terms of him being able to see into the future, that's just something that he's just been able to do ever since he was a child. When did you first put on your costume? He probably first put on his costume maybe five to six months ago. So he would, he would be a fairly new hero and he probably would have just met his superhero team maybe a week or so ago. Who outside of the team thinks you shouldn't be a superhero? Well, there's a lot of different ways we could take it. But I think what I'll do for the sake of this character creation, I'll say that there is a police officer that doubts his skill as a hero. He believes that he is in over his head he believes it's going to be a moment where he is going to get himself killed. Why do you try to be a hero? 
Well, I think Hotshot wants to be a hero because he feels that he has a duty to protect people. Maybe there is a scenario in which maybe he did help protect someone with his abilities and he realizes that he has the power to change the city, to help protect the city. He may not necessarily be the strongest hero, but he will show that he is someone that is not willing to give up. The last question, which says, why do you care about the team, is going to be the same question that's going to be included in every character's backstory. Most likely, Hotshot will care for his team because you would see them as friends. They're people that look out for him and he would look out for them because, um, you know, they, they got each other's back. Under the circumstances of those last three sections, the when our team first came together, relationships and influence, I'm going to leave those parts out because you would kind of need another team there. But if I had to answer these questions, I would want it to be set up to be something to give my character either maybe a love interest or a rival. And I would probably have some of the questions set up to where my character looks up to another individual and in some cases maybe have it to where we dealt with a character or a villain that might come back into the story in some way or fashion. For moves, I get to choose two. I think the two moves that would be really cool would be straight up creeping. Whenever I scope out a place or a person, I can ask questions based off of the situation. This kind of goes a little bit hand in hand with my ability to see into the future. So this could be a bit of me noticing things just by looking and then maybe I have a quick flash of the future. Another move that I might take, I might take won't let you down. Whenever I help a teammate, I can spend two out of the team pool to add two to their role. I don't believe I mentioned what team is, but in short, treat this as a small pool of bonus points for you and your team. Anyone can spend team to add a bonus to a role. You're only able to spend one team per role per situation. So if one person made a role, one person cannot spend 10 team. However, with this move, you'll be able to spend more than one. You're typically only able to spend one, but with this move, you'd be able to spend two team. The last thing to do is select our drives. Drives is a feature that allows us to select four drives or goals from the list below and as we complete them we get cool bonus features such as marking potential clearing condition or we get to take influence over someone involved in this case i'm going to want goals that pertain mostly to hot shot as a character so i think something like pulling off a ridiculous stunt outperforming an adult hero taking it out there all on my own as well as getting a new hero name is definitely going to be the drives that I'm going to select. And with the last drive selected, we are officially done with character creation. And it was pretty simple. It took maybe about 10 minutes to complete, which I think is a good amount of time to spend with character creation. The key thing to understand with character creation is that 
You could take as little or as long as you want with character creation. I've had people spend hours upon hours. I've had people spend five minutes with a character creation. The only important thing is that you do take the time to give some depth to your character. You don't want your character to be completely one-sided or have nothing going for them. And as for how much time you want to spend, that's entirely up to you. This will bring this episode to a close. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and I hope that you have found everything in here to be very helpful and informational. I'll be including a link in the description below with where you can get the books as well as the playbook sheets. Keep in mind that the playbook sheets for the core book are free. You can get that from the Magpie website. However, the book itself is not free and the supplemental books are not free. And those supplemental books include extra playbooks. It's not necessary to purchase the core book, but I do recommend that you purchase the supplemental books if you are interested in playing more masks. Once again, this is Gregory Campbell, the original Greg Boy. Thank you for listening and have a good one. Goodbye.